All right, Jays fans, Kevin and I are going to need a little bit of your help tonight. After the conclusion of this four-game series, the Yankees taking three of four, capping it off with a 4-2 win. I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with kind of a one-word answer that would sum up this particular series for the Blue Jays. And we want your help. The numbers are 416-870-0590, star 591, triple A, triple six, zero five ninety. Kevin Barker, I got disappointing. I've got underwhelming. The one, though, that I think sums this up is revealing. I think we learned a lot about the Blue Jays lineup in this series. The pitching tonight, Jose Barrios. That was okay against the Yankees from your number four starter. Kevin Gossman was terrific. Chris Bassett was brilliant. The relief pitching, Eric Swanson made a bad pitch. That cost the Blue Jays. Tonight, Nate Pearson gave up a home run, but that's the best Nate Pearson we've seen since that playoff game. On a night where Adam Simber has returned to the Jays, I mean, he is not formally on the roster yet. That move will likely come tomorrow. So I don't know if Nate Pearson put two and two together and came up with 100. (laughs) But, I mean, that's the best, Kevin, we've seen Nate Pearson. That's the best we've seen him certainly since that playoff game in Tampa. So there's a lot to focus on here. And, again, the numbers are 416-870-0590, star 590, 188-666-0590. Kevin, the Jays were Ryan Webbert again. How the hell do the Blue Jays get Ryan Webbert? You got to explain that to me. Well, there's a couple. Of, well, there's there's a lot to unpack w- with what you said. I got two words for you. All rise. Ah, it's a <laughs> joke again. Uh, well, look, look. It, the, judgment the day. It's judgment absolutely. day. The the pitch. The pitching's been fine, like you said. The bullpen's okay. The starting pitching's keeping you in it, giving you a chance to get the big hit. It's just the hitting. You figure Chapman, Springer, Kirk combined 0 for 10 with five punches. Not going to do it. They they basically got beat. With, by 93 all night. And then the Brandon Belt, you just mentioned it, f- facing Ryan Weber with the bases loader, got beat with, with 89 against 89. He got jammed. He swung through 89 middle of the way early in the count. He got jammed, hit a little pop fly to left field, didn't drive in a run. Like, those are the at-bats. Vladdy chased the pitcher's pitch. Can't do those things to bases loader. I understand he's coming off pinch hitting, which he rarely does. But you got to zone now up. over 9, by the pitch. way. Over- yeah. 0 for 9 is a pinch hitter with two walks. Hardest, th- hardest thing to do in baseball. I've told you this a billion times. I used to try to do this. I tried to do this to keep myself in the big leagues. Routine-wise, for a young kid like Vladdy who plays every day, it's impossible. You can see him over there on the bench sweating like crazy, trying to figure out how to get loose so he can have a little bat speed, get the head out. Didn't happen because he swung at a, a pitcher's pitch. It's that. It's not the pitching anymore, Jeff. I think the pitching solidified itself. The pump in will be okay. They'll give them a decent chance if they put them in the right pocket. Pocket they talk about all the time. It's a hitting. The guy's got to step up. All of a sudden, Chapman's late. Uh, Varsho coming in tonight, you sort of thought, uh, facing Nestor Cortez, lefties, what are they? They were 160 coming in tonight. Righties were 281. So you thought the Springers, the Chapmans, the Kirks of the world had to pick it up, have get some big hits, have some better at bats. They didn't have that. And this is what they need against the team, especially, again, we get back to this. The Yankees' superstar in their lineups being their superstar. The Jays' superstars, for whatever reason, haven't shown up yet. They're yeah, waiting well, for I can, And, and I got to say this, Kevin. Yes, I mean, Aaron Judge, again, just get get him the hell out of town. 
get Aaron Judge out of town. The Jays owned Aaron Judge in 14 games coming into this particular series. That's over. That's gone. This is the Aaron Judge who hit like 28 home runs in his first 56 games against the Blue Jays. Forget that that run. Look, a couple of things here. George Springer has become an offensive passenger in this team. I can't put it any other way. I mean, I'm sorry. I understand he had the flu. I understand that's going around this clubhouse. I get that. <laughs> you don't have Vladdy. George Springer's got to step up in this game. And, and yes, I know we got George Springer for September and October. I get that. But if he doesn't uh, if he doesn't make an appearance before September, October, there ain't going to be no September, October, or it's certainly not going to be as uh, it's certainly not going to be as, as as successful as we want it to be. And, and to me, Kevin, the at bat that basically destroyed this game for the Blue Jays was Brandon Belt's at bat. Yes, Vladdy came up and got a sacrifice fly. I get that. That inning was set up. You know, Alejandro Kirk did the one thing he can do right now. He drew a walk. You know, Danny Jansen had a single. Whit Merrifield works a leadoff walk. Brandon Bell comes up. You're right. He can't even hit the fly ball deep enough to score a run. Vladdy comes up. Sacrifice fly. The sacrifice fly in the end doesn't really matter here. A yeah. 4-2 loss. A 4-2 loss to the New York Yankees. Just not good enough. I mean, I I, I, I can't put it any other way. I mean, it's 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 just not good enough. Uh, yeah, they got a bunch of guys that, not that good they enough, need. Kevin. Yeah, they got a bunch of guys that they need to step up that just right now as a as a whole is all struggling at the same time. They got to figure some things out. Some do, somebody's got to get hot in this team. Who's it going to be? That right if you're going to have Varsho hitting third, you're going to have Chapman hitting cleanup, vice versa. You're going to have Brandon Belt somewhere in the middle of the order. One of them three guys is going to have to step up and start getting some big hits. If not, you're going to see them standings, you know, the rankings of where you're at starting to go down. Here come the Orioles, by the way. Yes. Here come the Orioles. The fun bunch. Major League Baseball's fun bunch. They don't care. They're playing with house money. They just don't care. I mean, the Orioles don't care. They're coming in for three games. They're going to come in and try to kick your ass. They, and if they don't, they don't care. They'll still probably be in second place. 416-870-05. Not that the standings matter. 416-870-0590. Star 591-888-660-590. Russ in New Jersey. You're on Blue Jays Talk. I don't call two nights in a row. Let's talk about a couple things. Matt Chapman won RBI in the month of May. One RBI. Everyone's jumping up and down. You hear hear that sound, Russ? April. Yeah, Russ, you hear that sound? You know what that is? You know what that sound is? That's What's that's that Matt sound? Chapman coming back to earth. Go ahead. Yeah, it probably is. And we knew, listen, we knew he wasn't getting his cup, but one RBI. Varsho, the guy, I can't have a guy hitting third, fourth, or fifth who's batting 150 with runners in scoring position. You get bases loaded. Like you guys say, you can't get a run. It was almost as bad as that Houston game where we were down 2-1 in the, in the bottom of the eighth. That game, we had Springer, Bichette, and Guerrero coming up. We couldn't score at all. But you have one guy on this team who's just unbelievable in Bob Bichette. You just can't get him out. But nobody else is hitting. I can't believe we're talking about the Toronto Blue Jays offense that can't produce. It's just, it's just I would like to see, and I know you guys are going to think I'm nuts, I think if Kirk had some guys on base, he I, and I know he's hitting two twenty, and he had two hits last night, almost had a third. I, I think he's a good hitter. That if he had guys in front of him, 
He's the kind of guy, you know, he, 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 he might get a good hit with, with people on base. But I can't watch Varsho hitting one, 160 at, at, with runners in scoring It's just not watchable. He can't. This Bo Bichette is off the charts. And like you guys said, they have you can't waste these pitching performances. You get three great, one tremendous Bassett, and you get two excellent pitching performances, and you lose two out of the three games. You can't Russ, and, do and, this. This is and, crazy. And Russ, let's look. Let's look at what. Let's look at who Aaron Boone used tonight. He basically is telling you. He told the reporters before the game. I mean, we basically don't have our high leverage guys going tonight. You got Ryan Webber again. You got Albert Abreu, and then Ron Marinaccio comes in at the end of the game. And by that time, he got a two-run lead. He's got a nice little cushion. He can work with that. Uh, you're you're absolutely right, Ru- uh, Russ. Th- thanks for the call. I uh, mean, Kevin, he Russ is right. It's that, you, you look at that lineup. But what are you going to do? There's no help down in the minor league system. Not immediate help. Nope. I guess Kiermaier, Kevin Kiermaier, who was flu ridden you get him back in the lineup vladdy at least knock on wood doesn't you know doesn't appear to have that knee injury doesn't appear to be uh, doesn't appear to be serious but you know what are we talking about vladdy hasn't hit a home run at the rogers center this year uh george springer i get back to george springer just give me a double george i don't i don't need a home run give me a double give me a double let's start how about a double once one double every series that's not too much to ask one double every series uh, Bo Bichette, home run today. Uh, I mean, a, a single on a changeup. I mean, the, the infield hit. Bo is Bo's the only guy in this team right now. He's the only guy in this team doing anything offensively. I understand. People are excited about Brandon Belt. I get it because Brandon Belt's got a couple of hits. But Brandon Belt, to me, I mean, that that whatever good he's done lately, that at bat, Kevin, that undoes mo- most of it. Like You just got to get you got to hit hit the ball in the air. And and not you know, not to the depth you hit it. You yeah. got to hit the ball in the air. You can't. You're right, man. You were 93 to 83 to death by a bunch of guys that Aaron Boone doesn't want. Aaron Boone doesn't want to use these guys. He only wants to use these guys when he's getting you know and he's getting bum rushed and he's losing nine two or something. That that's when he wants to see Albert Abreu and 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 Ryan Weber come out. Weber Weber basically held the fort for two of the Yankees wins. Ryan Weber. He ain't going to be here next week. Yeah. He's certainly not going to be here when these teams meet again in September. And you lost because you couldn't get the Ryan Weber. I, yeah. I, yeah, I, th- I think for me, anyway, it gets back to the superstars, right? The, the George Springers of the world, the Vladimir Guerrero Juniors of the world. they got to start doing some things. they got to carry the team for a week at a time and let some other guys take a deep breath, exhale. And maybe they'll start, you know, getting the foot down a little sooner. You can tell Chapman is a little late now. The league's made an adjustment. It's up and in. It's and that in. was gonna that was gonna happen. That sure, was gonna absolutely. happen. If you're a career two fifty hitter, you're gonna end up somewhere around that mark, right? He's got almost what, twenty eight hundred at bats. You sorta of are what you are. You're trying he's trying to hit some more homers, right? He's trying to get paid a little bit more money, which you can't blame him for that. It just no. seems like, right, the league's adjusted a little bit. Now it's time for him to Maybe get it started a little sooner, get the foot down a little quicker, try and get the barrel out in front a little bit more, pull some more baseballs. I just, I just wonder about George Springer a little bit. It's just it's sort of the same groundhog thing, you know, sort, sort of every at bat. I mean, I know he hit a ball hard with the bases loaded there with two outs, which is kind of nice. But just I'm with you. I'd like to occasionally just see him create a little backspin, hit it in a gap somewhere, run a little bit. We're just not for whatever reason seeing that. 
Yeah, no, it's uh, as I said. I mean, I look, you know, no disrespect meant to George, but he's been a passenger this year. He has been. I don't. I don't think you can put it any any other way. Josh and Bowmanville, you want to talk about runners in scoring position? First, though, you got to answer a question for me. Give me a one word. Give me a one word answer about how you view this series. I said disappointing, underwhelming. I think maybe the big one is revealing. I think maybe we're seeing that uh, this Blue Jays team, this Blue Jays lineup, dare, dare I say it, may not be as good as we thought it was, Josh. Revealing is the right word, uh, and, and I, I'd uh, backpack that with frustrating. Um, That's a good one. I, I love that one. I'm putting, I'm putting that down. I love that one. The reason I'm saying that, guys, um, Mr. Burke, you made a comment today about how we're one quarter into the, the season. The team's relatively been healthy. I know we have this uh, this virus going around, uh, for lack of a better word, but this is the team. This is the lineup as far as offense anyways that, that we're trying to get a World Series with. Um, I understand it's still early, but with the state of this division, it's on a historic pace. And like and like we we all are aware, this is this this is the team. We're not going to be able to trade for any real impactful bats. These next thirty games we've already established are crucial not only to stay in the race for the division, but also to really see and reveal, as you say, Mister Bark or Mister Blair, what what is this team and, and where are we going? My question to you guys is: if the team's running and scoring position average does not improve and stays where it is as of tonight. In these next 30 games, are you concerned? And if you're not concerned, when do we become concerned? Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks. I appreciate the call, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Bark. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm already concerned. Right? right? It's not yeah, early for you. me anymore. It's not early well, for me anymore. Well, it's still early, the, but the, I'm the concerned. My level absolutely of con- not. My level because of concern the- is off the charts for how early it is. Does that make sense? Uh, I, okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I, look, <laughs> not. Not me. I mean, you're 44 games in, right? Yeah, the the first sort of 20, 25 games is when everybody's trying to get their feet wet and figuring out mechanics and you know what you're doing wrong and how quickly you can correct it. That's all done. Like now, now you should be able to go up and and take a pitcher's pitch early in the count to get one that you can hammer. And for whatever reason, with the with the runners in scoring position, you know. These dudes are established enough mechanically. They've been around long enough. It's not mechanical. Now it's all about what you swing at, and probably more importantly, what you don't swing at. And for whatever reason you see as a whole, you know, you can throw out Bo Bichette and that. He's he's having a tremendous year. But mostly everybody else, it's it's what you're swinging at and what you shouldn't be swinging at in those big moments. I come back to that pinch hit with Vladdy. Oh, oh, down and away or down and in. I don't understand why he's swinging at that. It's okay to be 0 and 1. You don't always have to go up and swing at a strike. Sometimes a strike is not your strike. Get a pitch that you think you can hammer and hit hard somewhere. And because you have more talent than most humans that walk earth that hold a baseball bat, it'll go where you want it to go. So for me, yeah, I, I, it's a concern already. Like one for 17 or whatever they were tonight, the bases loading the seventh inning, right? It's. It's uh it's it's something that needs to be turned around. The bats obviously and we will talk to John Snyder tomorrow about how he thinks they can turn this thing around. Hopefully he's got an answer because they're gonna need to do it in a hurry. I I'm with you. You look at the Orioles and their lineup, they're gonna score some runs, Jeff. You're gonna have to match them. You're gonna have to have better at bats to beat the Orioles. Man, I can't believe I'm saying that at home, but you're gonna have to. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety the Jays four two losers tonight to the New York Yankees. Aaron Judge, get thee out of town as fast as possible. 
another home run, a double that, um, I, you know, look, I've got a good vantage point from the, uh, the, the, the broadcast booth here. I, that wasn't, that wasn't, I knew it wasn't a home run. I, I can't believe the way it, the, the umpire got the call right originally. Then the umpires got together. Then they called it a home run and then it was overturned. It was, it was really bizarre. But uh, the second base umpire, who was out there? Who was out there tonight at second base? The second base umpire, give me a second here. The second base umpire was James Hoy, the crew chief. He had a right. He was right there. He had a right. Anyhow, it's a double, uh, yeah. but another home run for Aaron Judge. But, but folks, in addition to getting Ryan Weber to death, uh, <laughs> somehow, somehow Aaron Hicks got three hits tonight. Like that, is, that does not happen in 2023. This is a guy who's basically been run out of town by Yankees fans. He got three hits tonight. I mean, that's just that's a, that's a yeah, byproduct. Uh, and, 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 and the winning run, the eventual winning run, comes on a uh, comes on an Aaron Hicks single. Jeff, there's no way you can come on here and and complain about the pitching for the Blue Jays. No, I'm not. I I am not, not saying that. But yeah, I'm yeah, pointing out. But I'm pointing out. And also, two nights ago. It was the bottom of the – sorry, three nights ago, it was the bottom of the order that did it. I'm not complaining about the pitching. I, far from it. I'm saying Aaron Judge was great. The rest of the top the, – the rest of their, their big guys, what we call their big guys, they were just okay. The bottom of the order delivered for them. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm not blaming. The pitching was good enough tonight. Pitching was yeah. good enough tonight to win. Jason and Thornhill want to go to you before we get to the break. You want to talk about Ross Atkins. And I also, but before you do that, I want to ask you, give me a one-word answer as to how you would describe this this four-game series against the Yankees, a series in which the Yankees won three games, and I think, quite frankly, bossed the Jays around. Uh, Jeff, you said revealing. Uh, I would, I guess that was a good word. I would, I would say enlightening, I suppose. Um, Firstly, tremendous show. Uh, look forward to it every night. Um, Thank you. But what we I need to do a I few do more want... of them win. You know, with with we need to do a few more of these winning shows. <laughs> yes, for sure. But what I was going to say is, I you know, I, I wasn't a fan of the of the moves uh, Ross Atkins made over the winter, only because I think he overreacted to to the loss uh, to Seattle, and I think he took a huge swing and a miss trading a lot of thump away, a lot of solid major league hitting away uh, for some, frankly, questionable moves. I mean, you know, Varsho is a nice defensive player. Uh, he's a young kid with some, with some, with some term. I understand that. But clearly he's, he's been put in a position that's, that's unfair to him. He's not a three, four, five hitter, not even close. And he has trouble with Velo at the top of the zone. He can't hit it. So um, he gave away a lot, a lot of thump. Uh, and and to me, it wasn't necessarily even thinking, you know, you're saying, it, you know, we all think that Jays should have been hitting a certain way this year. I don't necessarily see that. I, I kind of saw it this year, that they gave away a lot of stuff over the winter, and really maybe they needed a solid impact left-handed bat instead of what they got. Um, and they traded all their assets away. I think we had some good callers tonight saying, one of the callers said, it, and there's nothing left to trade at the trade deadline. You've done it. Right. So you're stuck well, with this lineup. That, that's a, listen, that, and, and thanks for the call. I mean, let's be clear. The, I mean, the minor league system. Ricky Tiedemann's your best pitcher. He's hurt right now. You weren't going to trade him anyhow. Brandon Barriera, he's you know he, you're not going to trade him. He's a guy you, you just drafted. Uh, Aurelvis Martinez, you know, at some point you got to make a decision about about your infield because I think one thing we've discovered here is any idea that perhaps the Jays, you know the the Jays could fill in 
for a departure of Matt Chapman. I mean, you got to think about that. Santiago Espinal, he's not going to be an everyday player. Kevin Biggio, he's not an everyday player. So the idea that somehow the Jays might have been able to piece something together to cover for the potential loss of Matt Chapman, that ain't happening. Addison Barger's hurt. He might be the answer eventually, but he's hurt. Uh, Arelvis Martinez, you know, he's he's basically your top position prospect right now. You traded. He, let's be clear, and, and this is a great point by Josh. You traded. You 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 moved your biggest trade chip in Gabriel Moreno. You moved him in the trade for Dalton Varshall along with Lourdes Gurriel Jr. I don't miss Lourdes Gurriel Jr. You know, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. had three home runs or whatever it was last year. I, I don't miss him. I, I think that's a net gain for the Blue Jays. But you moved your big tra- your your big trade chip. And, yeah, the the return that you got so far hasn't paid off. Now, I've got to say that I was one of those people when the move was made, I didn't mind it. I didn't think Gabriel Moreno was going to be on this team this year anyhow because I thought Alejandro Kirk and Danny Jansen, uh, you know, were, were going to be the catchers. Well, more more fool I thinking that about Alejandro Kirk. But, um, yeah, it's it, – there's – whatever we may think of Teoscar Hernandez. And, you know, let's be clear. The market for Teoscar Hernandez was not robust because he is free agent eligible. And he's not going to sign. Seattle's not going to – he's not going to sign with Seattle. Um but the fact of the matter is, Kevin, as you pointed out, Teoscar is a run producer. And yeah. I think maybe, you know, we thought that trading Teoscar, that, that perhaps uh, Vla- an improvement by, by Vladdy, uh, Dalton Varsho giving you some balance, Kevin Kiermeyer coming in and giving you some balance. I think we thought, okay, that might be enough to make up for the lack of a run producer in Teoscar Hernandez. Hasn't been the case so far. No, run producer on growing trees. I've, I've been telling you that forever. The bats change. The, the the pitching that you face changes. Like, that's how they lose money is they give up runs, and your bats have to be better. What you swing at has to get better. Your mechanics have to be sound, and when it's not, I I just – it's a little – it's a little for me anyway, a team that wants to win a World Series. I like Dalton Varsho. I, I think in the offseason, with, with wanting balance in your lineup, going after a guy that had at 27 home runs last year, you'd have probably made that deal too. I understand the deal. The, the deal makes The deal hasn't paid absolutely. off. It made perfect sense at the time, but it, it hasn't paid it, off yet. It did, absolutely. It, it's just, for me, where he continues to hit in the order tells you, I think, everything you need to know about their lineup and how they feel about their lineup because they really don't have anybody else to put down there. Like they, It's not like they can take Dalton Varsho and put him in the seven hole and put who where he's been. Who, you know Jeff? what? You who? know what? I had someone point this out to me today, and – Someone, uh, I wouldn't say close to the team, but somebody on the periphery of the team pointed this out. It's almost as if there was another deal out there for an offensive player that fell through at some point. And, and you know, when you – and I, I kind of thought, I mean, you know, who, who the hell wants to play fantasy GM? But then you look at this lineup, and you, and you I mean, you wonder, was there somebody, something else in play? Was, I don't know, was there a, a, a chance that one that Arelvis Martinez or one of their prospects? Luis Arise. I mean, did a deal, well, I don't know about Luis or I don't know if they ever really had that discussion, but my point is, did a deal fall through? Because we've talked about this lineup. This lineup looks incomplete. It, it's, it was a thought. Uh, you know, it, it was a thought. I didn't put I didn't put a great deal of thought, and I still don't know if I necessarily do, but, yeah, it, it – um, I, I just wonder. 
I wonder about that. I wonder if there was another deal out there that fell through. Uh, John Schneider was asked about the team's offensive struggles against the Yankees. We'll get to that right now. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We will get to your calls on the phone line, 416-870-0590, star 591 590 This is John Schneider and the offensive struggles against the Yankees. I don't think that anything really ties it together. It's just... Uh... <clears throat> got to do, got to do a better job of getting a pitch you can hit. Um, didn't really get the big hit this whole series with guys on base. You know, bases loaded there, with nobody out. You know, um, probably want to get a little bit more than one. And uh, you know, it's it's you know, it ebbs and flows, right? And I think right now, just give credit to them. Good pitching staff. Um, they made pitches. We didn't get the hits. That was John Schneider, the manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. The Jays, 4-2 losers to the New York Yankees in front of 33,290 at the Rogers Center. Don't look now, folks. Here come the Baltimore Orioles for a three-game series. They're looking to break your hearts. They're playing with house money. They got no pressure on them at all. None. Zippo. Nada. They are the one team nobody... I mean, I think we kind of liked the Orioles coming into the season. And, I, you know, we kind of thought, well, maybe, possibly. I mean, they might be better than the Red Sox. The Red Sox, nobody expected the Orioles to be this good. Nobody expected the Orioles to be this good. They're up next for the Blue Jays in a three-game series. So we're going to take a break, come back. We're going to talk about a bright spot for the Blue Jays tonight. I want to talk about Nate Pearson. Because the only time it seems that we talk about Nate Pearson, we're talking about him disappointing us. We keep saying, where's 100? Where's 100? Where's 100? Well, we saw 100 tonight. We saw it four times. We saw 99, 14 times, 99 plus 14 times. So we'll talk about Nate Pearson when we come back. It is Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan in the Sportsnet radio network. You know, it's encouraging. Kirky's getting the ball in the air a little bit. Jano's at-bats are good. I think, uh, you know, it starts at the top. You know, I think George has been encouraging uh, the last few days. I know not a lot of stuff has fallen for him. And, you know, hopefully you get Vladdy back and you kind of have everything in working order. But, you know, you got to have consistent at bats one through nine. And I think that, you know, over the course of the whole first part of the year here, it's been a little bit inconsistent with everybody. Oh, that's a very good, that's a very good final comment from John Schneider, other than Bo, who's been... And it's like September just continued for Bo. It's crazy through the off season. It's crazy, man. The stuff that he did, the, the the stuff that he's hitting, that, that change up that he hit tonight off the end of the. I mean, yeah. the cutter that he hit for the home run is amazing. The way he clears his hips, he lands open, which frees his bat path up to be quicker to the baseball. The way he manipulates his barrel to get to all quarters of the strike zone. Just think about this. The way he does it, flip it on its end to Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt's just the opposite of that. Because of the way he starts, he's got his head turned to where basically his eyes are more lined up to shortstop than they are to the pitcher, to where the positive move is more direct and to the baseball allows him to get the barrel to all quadrants of the strike zone Bo can do that and it's freakish because of the way he wraps his bat if they when they do that thing in slow motion jeff when he lifts his leg and how far he wraps it and brings it and is able to get his barrel to the baseball is i i've never seen anything like it time now for the bet 365 standings watch presented by bet 365 download the bet 365 app and check out the latest odds for today's baseball games 19 plus play responsibly ontario only this would have been a fine night to win a ball game if you're a team in the american league east uh the baltimore orioles who are probably already in town right now they're probably in their rooms eating enjoying room service 
Um, or I don't know, maybe they might be out. They might be out someplace. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles were 6-5 losers to the Los Angeles Angels this afternoon. Tampa Bay lost 3-2 to the New York Mets. The Boston Red Sox were off today. So the AL East standings at the conclusion of the night are thus. The Tampa Bay Rays are 32-13. and Baltimore is 28-16. and They're actually only three and a half games back of the Rays. That's crazy. Toronto is 25 and 19, six and a half back. The Yankees are 26 and 26 and a half back. And the Boston Red Sox are 24 and 20. Boston is on the road. They're in San Diego for a series. They start a brief West Coast trip. I shouldn't say a brief West Coast trip. I do believe they go on to play the Angels as well. The Yankees go into Cincinnati. Tampa Bay's got the Milwaukee Brewers coming to town. And as we mentioned, Baltimore and Toronto will open a three-game series at the Rogers Centre tomorrow. 416-870-0590, star 591 Aaron Judge hit 429, 6 for 14 in the series. He had a double. He had four home runs. He had seven RBI. He had five walks. He had a 1.357 slug. He has... Four more home runs at the Rogers Center this year than Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has at the Rogers Center this year. Come to think of it, so does Anthony Volpe. Jim and Hamilton. You've got you are you are you Jim, are you now I just want to make sure here, are you are you are you finding a silver lining here? Good golly, Miss Molly, I certainly am. Oh, I, and you know what? Because what are they? What is Hamilton? Is Hamilton's the ambitious city? It's called. So there you go. It takes somebody <laughs> who lives in Hamilton to find the silver lining. Jim, I'm going to turn it over to you. If I, you were told seven days ago you were facing Atlanta Braves and the New York Yankees on the road, and you came away four three, would you feel happy? Doing it at home, five two maybe better, that's one game. End of the year, one game. We've had many series, Kansas City, Detroit, already one game. How many one games add up in a 95-win season in the AL East? Gentlemen? They They add up quickly, don't they? They add up quickly. Jim, thank you for the call. Jim made his point. The line dropped. Um, four three. They are. They're four three against uh, against Atlanta and New York. Um, didn't see a sweep against the Braves coming. It was conceivable that the Jays would lose three of four to the Yankees. I'm not stunned by that. But it's the way Kevin that the Jays lost to the Yankees that I think is 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 really problematic. Coupled with the fact that they had their you know what's handled handed to them by the Boston Red Sox when they when they yep. when they faced the Red Sox in Boston, uh, you got to beat teams in the AL East to have success in the AL East, and you don't see the Yankees now. You don't see the Yankees now till what September nineteenth. Um, I, I think that's that's why I think the four and three record doesn't look as good as a four and three record against those two teams should look. I like that Jim, you know, can sit down and, and think optimistic about his Toronto Blue Jays. I like that. But he does make a point. He is talking about the one game here, one game here, one game sure, here, one game absolutely. here. It adds up. Absolutely. It's a good point by him. But I, I, I still worry about Springer, Chapman, Varsho. Those three guys for me. And Vladdy with the home runs. I think that'll come. They come in bunches. He's got tremendous power. He'll figure some things out. He'll go on a run when it comes to the home runs. Those three guys, 
Varsho, Chapman, and, and Springer, those are the three guys, for me anyway, with where they hit in the lineup, as many times as they're coming on, maybe not Springer, but the other two guys, as many times as they're coming up with traffic, the at-bats have to get better. Right now, it's an elevated fastball. That's, that's basically what it is. It's not a it's not devastating breaking balls. It's not located on both sides of the plate. Nope. It's an elevated fastball. That's basically how you're getting all three of those guys out. And that, for me, I think if they're going to make a little run here, add a little separation maybe from some other teams in the East, those three guys, for me, got to catch, you know, super hot and, and help the team out a little. Uh, a little bit of uh, housekeeping here before we go back to the phone lines. And actually, I do want to talk about Nate Pearson. Uh, we mentioned Adam Simber is in town. He will probably be activated, I would imagine, uh, in time for tomorrow's game. And they, they may decide they need to, to wait another day. Mitch White is in town. Stop me if you've heard this before. He has had a setback, uh, shoulder fatigue. Mitch White is a guy that I think a lot of us were looking at, looked as possibly being coming up here and, and – and, Longer relief, give long relief, or even making a spot start. And given mm-hmm. given Gossman and 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 certainly Gossman, maybe Bassett, but more to the point, I think Gossman an extra day during this run of uh, games. They're in the middle of a run of 17 consecutive games and 30 games in 31 days. Um, you know, I, I mean that now appears as if that's not going to be the case. And again, this gets back to something we've talked about. The Jays have got nada, nada knocking at the door in AAA. They had mm-hmm. nada. What you see is what I you mean, got. again, they had Thomas Hatch up here. It's, talk about things you never thought you'd see in 2023. I mean, I didn't think I'd see Thomas Hatch in 2023 unless I went down to Buffalo, unless I went down to see a game down there. Um, let's talk about Nate Pearson, though, because well, while all this, you know, this, 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 the, the bullpen stuff is going on, Park, Nate Pearson tonight, again, uh, we talked about it, four pitches over 100. Now, that's on the stadium gun, four pitches over 100. And my count on the stadium gun was 14 pitches over 99 miles an hour. Yes, he gives up a home run to to Anthony Volpe, gives up a double to Aaron Hicks. But uh, Rizzo, LeMahieu, Bader, what was it, eight pitches? Uh, He came out his first pitch of the night was a 99-mile-an-hour fastball that Rizzo took for a strike. That's what we've been waiting to see out of this guy. Yeah, I like the velocity. I mean, I, I can hear the excitement in your voice. Like you just, you, just, you just can't wait to to toot the horn of Nate Pearson. No, Again, I just want you know the, what I want to see somebody. The two, I, I, they it's need the two they innings, need the two hits, the homer, the fastballs down the middle. I get it. I love the velocity too. He's a big dude. He throws hard. He lives on the outer thirds. Don't even have to be on the corners. If that velocity's consistent all the time. You can throw that slider more if you want to. You can throw that little slow get-me-over 83-mile-an-hour breaking ball to left if you want to. I, It's just, again, I get back to this thing. is Where, where will you throw him? Like, like if, if it's if you're in a must-win baseball game? I would throw him right this, throw this, him? I'd throw him the way I threw him tonight. I'm not saying that right now. I'm not saying that right now he's, uh, you know, a, a, a choice over Eric Swanson. But... Uh, you know what? I mean, I'd like to see more of him. Could he knock Jimmy Garcia down if he's better? Yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, there's a so, whole bunch of openings there. There, there. It's not like it, it's not like that bullpen is solid. I mean, I think we're over. We're, we're looking at this. Well, when would you use him? When would you use him? You know, I don't care when you use him because he's not yeah. a prospect anymore. He's yeah. a, he's a guy who is looking to establish himself in the majors. Use him in games like tonight. Use him when you're getting blown out five one. I don't care. Use him. 
going down to Buffalo is not gonna not gonna not gonna help him. It's not gonna teach him a thing. I'd rather see him come out here and get hit hard by major league pitchers than go down to Buffalo and you know beat a bunch beat a bunch of of, of four A guys. I, I just don't see I don't see what the what's the downside. You've got to tell me the downside, Kevin. I have a Nate Pearson in this team. What's the no, downside? Well, who, who said not to have him on the team? Every, everybody. Well, you just said, when would you every, use him? Every, yeah, you, everybody. You just said, when would you use him? I'm saying, use him now. Use him like he did tonight. Or use him when you're, when you're losing. When you're, I mean, who cares? When you're losing. I, I, yeah. I, okay, I, send him down to Buffalo. He can close for Buffalo if that floats your boat. No, well, I, who, I don't who, understand. Who, consistently, have we seen Nate Pearson that we saw tonight? There, there's, your, there's your question. No, but have, no. Well, there, there you go. If you, if okay, you well then, this, so what do you want to do with this, him, Kevin? If you see this Nate Pearson four or five more times in a row, then throw him what in do you want to do with him? if you want to. Okay, use but right exactly now, what's the way you're using him? What's wrong I mean, with using him right? What's wrong with using him the way you're using him right now? Would you rather see Jimmy Garcia more of him? Would you just rather see more of Trevor Richards? How about a little more of Anthony Bass? Do you want to see a little more of Anthony Bass? I, I don't like get Trevor. your point. I, I, I kind of like Trevor Richards. I, what my yeah, point. but you know that's that's fool's gold, man. You know that that is not going to last all year. No, I'm just I'm that's just not going to last why all you're year. You're so excited about the one Nate Pearson we've seen one time. Like we Be- we I, have we have not consistently seen this. If we continue to see that that we saw tonight, the high octane, you can't maintain, sit here maintaining that. Yeah, that's Barbie, exciting. You can't you but can't we don't you see can't. That all the time. You can't sit here and rip a guy for a year for not throwing 100, and then in the night he throws 100 and hits 99 say, well, yeah, he's got to do it again. Yeah, he's got to do it again. But I'm saying this is positive. This is a positive. Let's go to Johnny in Vancouver. Johnny. Go ahead, Johnny. Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? I, I got you, Johnny. You're in Vancouver, man. Oh, yeah. You know, if you watch that video again uh, on Nate Pearson, I think he, like, muttered some expletives to himself right he before was, he started pitching, and he was yes. fired up. Yeah, he, um, there was but, there were some words being being muttered. Yeah, I think he knew some guys were coming for his job. Um, but uh, the thing I want to talk about him today was of Laddie and his at bat. And uh, I saw after he got to first base and he drove in and sacrificed fly. And he was pumped up about that, and that really kind of ticked me off. You know, we need a big hit there, and uh, I know that wasn't enough. And I don't think he should be celebrating something like that. Uh, he, you know, like you said, he hasn't hit a home run at Rogers Center. And, uh, you know, he's the guy pouring the Gatorade and the ice on everybody. You know, when is he going to be the guy that gets uh, Gatorade poured on him? And so that's uh-huh. my comment. And, uh, you know, and I think he needs to come through there. I know pinch hitting is hard and all, but I got to see our big boy come through and the rest will follow. Thanks, guys. Oh, that's fair. That is fair. Oh, that, that's that fair. Is, that is completely fair. Absolutely. That is – Listen, I don't care when guys celebrate. I don't care when guys celebrate. But uh, – yeah, the uh, sacrifice fly was on the list of things you wanted to happen there. The sacrifice fly was probably fourth on the list of things you wanted to see happen in that situation, right? I'd either have a home run, a double, a triple, or a single. Well, that's that, uh, That's what I want. I would uh, throw the triple out the window because his knees hurt. Yeah, but, that's true. Okay, yeah, yeah. so three. Three things. By the way, I just want to throw this out here. Uh, I think it was uh, The Athletic. The Athletic today did – an entire article on home run celebrations being used by teams in baseball, and they ranked them, and they were they were all great. You know, everybody loves the Los Angeles Angels hat, and everybody loves Who what the, the Orioles are doing, and the Trident with the Mariners. Everybody oh, loves sharp. that. Down at the bottom was the Blue Jays because well, they don't they, they don't really do anything. Should we bring the home run jacket back? <laughs> 
Mr. Barker? Uh, that's not up for me to, to decide. I, that, I'm I, just I, saying. I, Jeff, I think you should go ask Matt Chapman and Boba Shit. Maybe they got the yeah, answer. I, for I, you. Think I, know, I think I know what the answer would be. But I'm just saying, I thought it was, you know, because it was a new mature team, and that, uh, now everybody's running around saying, isn't it great with that? Look at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Look what they're doing. I mean, it, it's great. It's a lot. Everybody wants to do this. I'm, I'm not sure the jacket would help approaches at the plate. Probably like not, it, but it's just no. something I figured yeah, like mention. Approach jacket? Approach jacket. <laughs> that's okay. That's good. An approach jacket is good. I like that. Yeah. Okay, I, I, there you go. An approach jacket. A good at bat jacket. You get it. Yeah, yeah. Line out the center, you're wearing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's not nice. 4-3. Uh, no, 4-2. 4-3 would have been great. A 4-2 loss to the New York Yankees tonight. The Yankees win three of four games from the Blue Jays in this series. The Baltimore Orioles come into town tomorrow. First pitch, 7-07. The Orioles are a lot of fun, folks. It's May 2-4 weekend. The place will be rocking. If you get a chance, come on out. If you can't join us in person, join us on the radio. Sportsnet 590, the fan, will have the game tomorrow. It is an Apple TV game, but we'll have it on the radio. And, of course, uh, of course, we will, uh, we will be around with Blue Jays talk following the game tomorrow night. So, again, from Toronto, a 4-2 loss to the New York Yankees. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. Did you know that vehicles rust faster in warmer weather? As the weather warms and we all get ready for summer, make sure your vehicle is protected from rust with Crown. Visit crown.com for your nearest location.